These women told themselves tall tales that God wasn't listening. He wasn't moving fast enough or at all in their lives, that they had to keep up, weren't enough. And that's when worry set in, weighing them down as they carried more than their share. Even in their praying, they were letting worry win the day. But girls, we have the rest of the story. We have the New Testament that tells us of a better covenant, a better outcome. We live on this side of the cross, where our victory was won by Jesus' death and resurrection. We have the Holy Spirit living within. Yes, we can be women who live in victory because God's truth is alive in us. This podcast is for the woman who thinks she cannot change, the one who feels lost and can't seem to find her way, or longs to walk confidently and find the grace to finally forgive herself. If you've tried it all, given up a thousand times, or wrestle with what you've done and who you've become, you're in the right place. If you've ever searched, how can I ever forgive myself on the internet? Take a listen to The Grace Frontier. As one who's walked this path before, I love to connect with women to inspire them to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Hi, I'm Amy Elaine Martinez, and you're listening to the Grace Frontier Podcast. I'm a self-proclaimed grace slinger and victory girl, and I'll be your truth-telling trail guide on these episodes, helping you to sift through the lies and teaching you how to journey with Jesus, travel light as you unpack the baggage of your past hurt, shame, and regret. Identify your pioneer spirit and defining moments that mark you for eternity. And learn to forge your way to newfound freedom, a deeper faith, and self-forgiveness. Each week, you'll hear how you can make lasting change in your life. In these short episodes, we'll talk about enjoying the wildlife, finding the wonder, and most importantly, finding your way through to the other side of your desert wilderness seasons. Girl, you're not lost because X marks your spot. Grace paves the way and victory is your destiny. It's time to get out of your comfort zone and onto the Grace Frontier. Hey friends, welcome to the Grace Frontier Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and as always, it's so good to be with you today. Last week, I shared a little bit about my own story and how explanting in the natural helped me to see deeper truths in the spiritual, like how God rids us of what's not of Him by explanting from our hearts our old nature and ways. But what I really want you to know is that he never leaves us less than before. No, what God pulls out in purifying us, he always puts back in with promises of more of him. This replanting of our hearts leaves us a better version of who he intended us to be. When we're feeling pruned or tested by the fire, God is doing his very best work in us. Two things I said in last week's episode that were key are this, in order to dig deep, root out what's not of him and get overall healthier, we must partner with God, working with him and not against ourselves. And then I said, when 
Every lie you've ever dispelled is shouting your name and coming back to haunt you again. It's time to step away and listen to the truth teller. We're going to talk about that and so much more on this episode. When we partner with God, the truth teller makes us a truth teller too. I hope you were encouraged to dig into God's word for yourself so you can have the confidence to share your story too. Don't forget to check the show notes from last week for the 20 Bible verses to boost your self-confidence. I can't tell you how many women have reached out to me on social media since 2019 with their questions about explanting. This is what happens when we share our stories. I've been able to encourage them, lead them to some different resources, and it's been such a life giver for me. There's power in becoming a storyteller when we point others to Jesus and share how he got us through. Others will come forward with their questions or become brave enough to tell their stories too. This week, I want to talk about the tales we tell ourselves. Whatever we're repeating to the girl in the mirror is what she's going to believe. When we plant ourselves in God's word, our self-confidence becomes our confidence. That's the difference in relying on God and not ourselves, because his word grows us up supernaturally. This is where lasting change happens. We've spent the last few episodes dealing with the lies of the enemy, learning to combat the counterfeit, and hopefully you are beginning to believe what God says about you instead of the negative self-talk we murmur over ourselves day in and day out. Because sometimes we're our own worst critic, we believe the lies of the enemy and give in to the ways of the world often seeking approval from others. And as a result, we begin elevating all those things above God's truth. This is where we miss the mark and start telling tall tales to ourselves. Weeks ago, we looked at the lives of some pretty amazing women who God decided needed to share their stories through his word. We'll never know how much they shared with their present-day peeps, but thankfully, their stories made it into the Bible for us to glean some truths from. Although we've been in Genesis for a while, we didn't really talk a lot about Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, or Leah. As the wives of the patriarchs of the faith, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, their stories are intertwined and tangled up, but they too have something to teach us. As I looked deeper into their collective stories, I found some common pitfalls. They all felt the pressure to please. They were all barren for a notable time in their lives. All gave their husbands to their maidservants for the purpose of bearing a child. And each of them later received God's grace and mercy, eventually birthing a long-awaited male child. But in the in-between times, they took matters into their own hands. And while continuing to pray for what they really wanted, they also continued to look for their identity in the approval of society, sinning egregiously against God in the process. Like Rachel, who stole her father's household idols, lied about it later, and put her whole family at risk. 
mostly because she apparently didn't believe God would keep her safe. Don't you know they were overcome with fear, worrying about all the things beyond their control? I've been there and can honestly say, I've chosen the lesser things when I knew better but was tired of waiting too. I get these women. How about you? It was this approval of man, humankind is what I mean here, that caused them to go off course and give in to the ways of the world. It was not uncommon for the barren to beget children through their servants, but it also wasn't God's best. Common practices of our day are almost always a counterfeit to God's way. His way is better. That's why we've talked about being set apart and doing things differently than the world. Our grace marker for this week is that God heard the cries of their hearts and gave them their heart's desire. But in his timing and in his way, the grace here, while it wasn't without some trouble along the way because of how they handled their weight, God was indeed listening all the while. When we take things into our own hands, manipulating and conniving, we succumb to the counterfeit ways of the enemy. If you want to know how to combat the counterfeit, go back and listen to episode 11. Comparison, control issues, caring too much about others' opinions, and a critical spirit. These are the themes we see repeated in the stories of these women we've talked about here on the Grace Frontier. Fear was and is in their heart and in ours too. Fear causes us to settle for less when God wants us to have more, more of him and more of what Christ died to give us. But what's at the bottom of our fears? What rises up and out of our fearful hearts? And what in the world can we do about it? These women told themselves tall tales that God wasn't listening. He wasn't moving fast enough or at all in their lives. That they had to keep up weren't enough. And that's when worry set in, weighing them down as they carried more than their share. Even in their praying, they were letting worry win the day. But girls, we have the rest of the story. We have the New Testament that tells us of a better covenant, a better outcome. We live on this side of the cross, where our victory was won by Jesus' death and resurrection. We have the Holy Spirit living within. Yes, we can be women who live in victory because God's truth is alive in us. While we are masters of telling ourselves tales of disillusionment and defeat, we can learn to tell ourselves the truth and believe it. Instead of being a tale bearer, lying to ourselves, let's become truth tellers. Let's be gentle and kind and speak the truth and love to ourselves. And in time, we'll learn to take God at his word, believing the truths his word proclaims. Our key verses this week are from Philippians 4, 6, Ephesians 6, 10, and 11, and 2 Corinthians 10, 3. Be anxious for nothing but in prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. 
put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And this verse, our key verse, is, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. Our identity and destiny will require a fight from us. Are you ready for a good fight? Girl, as you forge your way to freedom, you will have to wage war against all manner of obstacles, strongholds, and flat-out lies. Facing our fears will demand more of us in times where we feel we have nothing left to give. This is where grace steps in and gives us the supernatural grit we need to stay the course, wait well, and stop worrying about what the world thinks. This week, I want to talk about waging war on our worry. Fear breeds worry in our hearts, which causes deeper fear than before. It's a vicious cycle. But remember, we are cycle breakers. We know better. Episode 8 taught us how to say, this stops in me, for the sake of future generations. So let's use some of those tools to break the cycle of worry and fear, too. My question for you this week, sweet friend, what keeps you up at night? Regret, pain, finances, loneliness, loss, all these things keeping us up, tossing and turning, trying to win the battles raging in our hearts and minds, take root in worry. We're scared. The outcome of our situations steals our sleep, while worst-case scenarios play on repeat in our sweet little heads. For me, the voice of the enemy gets louder and more obnoxious when the lights go out. In the busyness of the day, I can handle the stress of the unknown. However, the minute my head hits the pillow, my mind is a flurry of what-if scenarios swirling uncontrollably. It's the dead of night quiet that keeps me up for hours, worrying. As caregivers, moms, mentors, memes, and ministry leaders, we tend to carry a lot, often more than our fair share. One thing you might not know about me is that I have a full-time job working for my husband's company as the VP of operations. We work in the fire service industry, so I'm helping put out fires by day, and in my spare time, I'm hoping to light a fire in you to ignite a passion for Jesus in everyday girls like you and me. As an entrepreneur's wife, things like payroll, providing health care benefits and such bring an added weight of responsibility for the others we employ. Our employees are like family to us. And actually, our oldest son does work for us. He's the one with a wife and a baby. I spent countless nights worrying how we'd make ends meet and keep our business afloat in the past. And looking back, what a waste of time. I couldn't control anything, and my worrying didn't solve anything either. After almost 20 years in business, you'd think I'd be used to carrying this somewhat heavier load, but sometimes I'm not. However, over the years, I have learned how to wage war on my worry in order to get a better night's sleep. Maybe as a mom or caretaker, you can relate to feeling the weight of being responsible for others, so many others. 
Are you warring against worry too? When the flurry of worry starts, I run for the cover of Almighty's wings. There I find the comfort my racing mind needs to settle down and trust God's provision and timing. This unconventional weapon works wonders when worry threatens to waylay me. When I'm wondering how to get some much-needed rest, I know exactly where to go. Running to the shelter of his wings keeps my mind from wandering off course and onto the battlefield, erupting in my mind. Though seemingly counterintuitive, it's this sacred space of refuge that winds up winning the war. In the stillness, I wage war. Resting in his refuge relinquishes my need to know how everything is possibly going to work out for our good and for his glory. Here, I don't have to worry about all the what-ifs. My victory comes when I let God be my burden bearer and truth teller. Three keys to wage war on your worry. Number one, drop that heavy load at the feet of Jesus. He's your burden bearer. No need to feel guilty because his word gives us this command. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Now your hands are free and you're ready to fight. Number two, take every thought captive in Christ. Do yourself the favor of a brain dump. March your pesky little problems into the throne room and trade them for his possibilities instead. Again, God's word tells us to come before his throne to receive grace and mercy in our time of need. Now that your mind is freed up, you can rest your weary head. Number three, the most powerful weapon we have is prayer. Talk it out with God, then dare to believe he is listening. Unfortunately, prayer is often our last resort when it could be our go-to. With our hands and minds freed up, we can pray with a fiery passion. This is our defining moment. Going to God gets results because Jesus is our answer. Where the women we've met on the Grace Frontier may not have always believed God was listening, today's Grace Marker tells another story. Waiting will prove to be one of our biggest feats, and waiting well marks us for eternity. I didn't always wait well, often taking matters into my own hands. Like the time when God finally just had to tell me to stop trying to be David's conscience. It wasn't up to me to change my man. Y'all, this was about 10 years into the 13 years I spent praying for David to come to know the Lord. One day, the Lord gently told me in the nicest way to please, for the love of God, shut my mouth because I wasn't doing him any favors. I say that with the utmost respect. God knew what he was doing and all my well-meaning nagging and absent-minded worrying wasn't going to convince David of God's goodness. When I finally quit trying to be David's mini Holy Spirit, God was able to grab David's attention through a series of unfortunate events. And when he came to the end of himself in 2006, he surrendered his life to Christ and he hasn't looked back. While I prayed, God was at work, and he's at work in your situation, too. We can wage war against our worry and win. Know this, 
You're not alone because we have an advocate in the Holy Spirit, an approachable Father in God, and yes, an amen in Jesus. The added benefit of being a child of the God of angel armies allows us to rest, letting God fight our battles just as he promised. Use the keys we've talked about today to win the battle over worry and get yourself some much-needed sleep. To sum it up, your battle plan is to drop, dump, dare, and then enjoy dreaming with God. Friend, in closing, can I encourage you to drop the load off your back, dump what's on your brain, and through prayer, dare to believe God has something good in store for you. My hope is you start getting a better night's sleep, too. I'm going to pray over us, and it's a prayer that bears repeating, so I'll drop it into the show notes, and I'll also post it to Instagram and Facebook. If you're not already, I'd love to connect with you there, and when you see these posts about these episodes, I'd be truly grateful if you'd like, share, and leave a comment letting me know you're listening. Your encouragement online helps more people to see those posts, and I really appreciate your help getting the word out. One more thing, if you haven't left a review on the podcast yet, please do so. And if you'll snap a picture and send it to me along with your address, I'll send you something special in the mail. You never know, could be a friend's newly released book, a coffee card, and a copy of my book, Becoming a Victory Girl. I'd love to know if you're listening and what you think, but please be nice. My mama always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Thanks for hanging out with me today, and let's pray. Father God, tonight I'm worried about so many things, but right now I'm choosing to drop my burdens at your feet, dump my cares before your throne, and dare to believe you've got everything under control. Thanks for being my burden bearer and helping me to be victorious over my worry. When I start telling myself tall tales, help me to be a truth teller just like you. Lord, I want to fall asleep dreaming with you. Help me to trade my problems for your possibilities. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Until next week, sweet friend, happy trails. Thanks for hanging out with me on the Grace Frontier today. What did you think of that episode, friend? I pray it met you exactly where you needed it to. If you'd like to come and spend some time with me online, you can find the links in the show notes to do just that. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is at Amy Elaine Writes. Or you can check out my website at amyelaine.com. Before you go, could you take a second to see if God would have you pass this episode on to a loved one or a friend? Take a pause and see if he places a face or a name on your heart. If someone comes to mind, text or DM them a link to this episode so that they can learn and grow and find freedom and healing through the words God gave me for this particular episode. And if today's message from the Grace Frontier touched you, it would be the nicest gift ever if you could take a moment to write a heartfelt review on Apple or wherever you listen to the podcast. It helps to encourage others to check out this show for themselves. Until next time, remember that the wilderness isn't a wasteland like the enemy wants you to believe, but it's exactly where God wants you to be because X marks the spot where grace finds you. 
and me.